Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com socks. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Welcome to the Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer. Join us as Deb talks with her guests, experts in their fields, as they share real-life stories and techniques to power up your business. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And today, we're going to have so much fun. And, and I was just thinking as I was saying good morning, I'm recording it, and this is afternoon. And bless our guest, it is 5.30 in the morning for her where she is recording this. So she really, really wants to share her information with you, which is so special because it really is going to be great information. So please join me in welcoming Liana Allison to our program today. Thank you, Deb. It's an absolute pleasure to be here. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, let me tell people just a little bit about you and then we'll jump into this because I am very excited to talk about it and I'm saying that on purpose. You'll see why in a moment. So, Liana, uh, see, I knew I was going to say your name wrong. Liana Allison has focused the last 20 years of her life on understanding her emotional nature to stop it being a hindrance and has now turned it into a superpower of leadership and self-awareness. She has come from an outback sheep and cattle station in Australia where she learned to shut down her true nature to now being an international award-winning empathic leadership coach and mentor. From her study on of many modalities, she uses her innate intuitive abilities and extensive knowledge of how the human mind and emotions work to develop in-depth emotional mastery programs. It is her journey through her own emotional mastery that has inspired her to step up to help other women to be fully who they are capable of being. So again, welcome. Thank you, Deb. That sounded impressive. I didn't recognize myself. <laughs> you know, it's always fun when we hear somebody else say our bios. And you, we'll, we'll talk in a little bit about maybe something along those lines, about how women might write their bios and do it in a self-deprecating way and not, you know, not in a way where we were bragging about ourselves. And, and I do want to say, you know, we're really focusing on women's emotions and for all of the men who are listening and watching, don't go away because you work with women. <laughs> you, you love women. And, and we want to make sure that you know, you're getting this information too because it is very important. So let's go back just a little bit and tell us why this really is a passion of yours. Well, it's, it's because of my own journey and my own nature of who I am. And it was the journey of... Um, growing up in the sheep and cattle station, mm -hmm. emotional um, expression wasn't valued, let's right. put it that way. So I, I learnt to shut it down very, very young. Mm -hmm. And a lot of in my experiences along my um, life journey um, accentuated that. Until I reached that point of um, where I was starting to shut down, where I was starting to break down, my mm -hmm. body was starting to break down, my mind and my emotions were just in total overwhelm and, mm -hmm. and they were breaking down as well. And externally, everything was great. Like externally, my life looked fantastic and I had no real external reason to be unhappy, mm -hmm. but I was right. terribly unhappy. Mm -hmm. So I went looking, I went searching for a reason why and I found that in um, learning to open up and express myself 
uh, more fully, I started to understand my emotions, what they were trying to tell me and how they were trying to guide me Mm -hmm. and all the things that I was doing in my life were from what I was taught, not was actually what was innately actually me. Mm-hmm. So once I started doing that for a while and learning and growing, I got so excited about it because I found, I saw a way that I could actually help other people. Mm-hmm. And I do with work with men and women um, in regards to um, emotional leadership or mm-hmm. empathic leadership and through their um, becoming more comfortable with their own nature so that they're confident and their ability to be really authentic and powerful mm-hmm. in who they are, therefore in their leadership, has been my goal basically mm-hmm. for the last 15 years. So it's been a journey, a wonderful journey with lots of ups and downs, but it's taught me so much. I will always be grateful. Well, you know, it's what I what I love about it is as I said, it applies to everyone. Um, you know, because there are certainly women who have more, shall we say, masculine emotions, and then men who have more feminine emotions. I mean, you know, that's just just the way it is. Not good, not bad. That's yeah. just the way it is. And but it, it's it's particularly hard when we're wanting to be in business. And, you know, and, mm. and actually it's, it started when we were, you know, we little people, we little girls, I should be very specific about that. And we were told, don't act like a girl. Don't cry. Oh, you know, and, and, and then, you know, all of those carried forward into a business setting where mm. strength is obviously something that, that is, is um, a good skill for any business leader to have, um, you know, yes. and, 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 and again, but we were told, oh, you can't cry. You can't show emotion. If you show emotion, people will think you are weak. And, mm. you know, and, and then the, the, the tendency is then that, you know, we as women harden ourselves. You know, and, and we don't exactly. show those emotions. And, you know, and, and I remember, you know, it, it, the, the nice thing about home officing is, is I don't, you know, don't always interact with a lot of people. Don't know if that's good or bad. But, you know, I remember when I worked in corporate America, one of my biggest fears was that I would get so emotional. And usually it was, you know, I would, you, you get, and, and I would cry. Now, I didn't do it very yes. often. But, you know, that, and, and I've talked to so many women who feel the same way, whether it's, you know, that they got their feelings hurt or that somebody was mean or that they were angry. I mean, you know, that when I get really mad, yes. that's you. And, and my husband knows run and hide when one tear. You know? <laughs> but, you know, talk to us about all these because, you know, are these stereotypes or are they true? And then let's really delve into how in the heck do we deal with this? Sure. Well, it's, it's what we've been taught. Like you said, mm-hmm. uh, we've been taught um, what's valued in, in the business world is that um, strong persona, the strong mm-hmm. person that um, appears to know exactly what's going on and how to lead people because you know, they're 100% confident and know exactly what they're doing. Now, if you look at those people under a microscope, there'd probably be at least half of them that are nothing like what they portray on the outside. Mm -hmm. And to to portray something that is not innately us or not confident in us, so Mm -hmm. if it's not natural to us, uses a lot of energy, uses a lot of effort and Mm -hmm. um, our energy starts to flag. And when that happens, we start to get stressed, we start to Mm -hmm. get overwhelmed, we start to get tired. And physical illness will eventually turn up. Mm-hmm. And I see so many women that have done, gone down this line and ended up dropping out of corporate situations because of this, because they just can't keep up the momentum mm-hmm. because it's so unnatural for them. Right. Now, that in itself is such a pity because there's so many that would be fantastic leaders, especially when you have more of the um, empathetic abilities because em- empathy is one of those leadership skills that we all need to be able to connect right. with each other mm-hmm. and to be able to understand each other, communicate with each other. It's very, very important. 
Now, when I talk about women being in this role, I've also worked with men who've also been in this role Mm -hmm. where they are having to um, stand up and be the man Mm -hmm. and, and that sort of thing. And it's just not true to their nature that doesn't mean they're not strong Mm -hmm. it's just that they have a different style Mm -hmm. and it's the style that we've been taught that is causing so much anxiety stress overwhelm in the workplace not just in the leadership and Mm -hmm. workplace but in in all work and life Mm -hmm. and you know how many times do we have to be the strong mum or the strong wife and pretend we're okay Mm -hmm. for everyone else and it just doesn't work Mm-hmm. long term not without some repercussion right so these are the things that i love working with and there's many things that we can actually do to change it mm-hmm. well let's start with how do you define empathy because as you mentioned that's a skill that every leader should have and so how do you define it well i, I see empathy as the ability to to be authentic so mm-hmm. if we're really authentic in who we are we're to see other people for who they are mm-hmm. um, and that means being able to see them past the masks that we put up in our uh, world of masks mm-hmm. um, the confident leader mask so we can actually see people for who they are and we really connect with them far better through um, let's call it through our heart Mm-hmm. Um, and that's without being sort of wishy-washy. It's it's about uh, a feeling connection. Every connection must have a feeling base to it. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be a deep love feeling, but it's a feeling of some sort. Right. And if we're not prepared to actually have that empathetic feeling content within us, then we're just connecting on the mind mm-hmm. and on logic, and that doesn't form that deep connection that a lot of people are looking for in business now. Right. So we, we need to be able to have that empathetic, emotional openness to, to help us see people for who they are, mm-hmm. to allow them, them in on a more um, softer, intuitive level that is, allows people to, you know, when you have that time when you sit and you're talking to someone and they cross their legs and sort of, you know, go like this mm-hmm. and you automatically do the same thing. Right. We're trying to connect. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what this does. That's what empathy mm-hmm. does on a far deeper level. So it's, it's vitally important. And it's been, it's been, there's been um, a lot of reports done on the, on the fact that empathy and uh, emotional mastery is one of the key requirements for um, entrepreneurs and business mm-hmm. leaders. So it's there's lots of information around about it, which is it's fantastic because it never right. used to be actually validated at all. No. You know, and, and I remember when I first started in the business world <clears throat> long ago, um, you know, it, 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 you really were told, you know, you cannot be emotional. You know, I remember one of my first bosses who his emotions were like here. I mean, they were off the scale. And 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 certainly not in a good way. I mean, the man was yeah. scary. Now, not scary as in physically threatening. Um, you know, he was just, but he his rage was maybe was was very close to the surface. And wow. you know, and and I mean he yelled. He was he was just one of those people. And people said, well, you know, but he still is a good boss. No, he wasn't. <laughs> you know, he was because you were kind of scared. You were, you know, and 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 yeah. you know his this language was, you know, he he got pretty foul mouthed when he was was right. angry, and I mean he was. I can look back now and realize how desperately unhappy he probably was. Um, he was probably mm. at least a hundred pounds overweight, if not more. Um, and you know, and 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 it was funny because it was a candy broker. So you know, here we had all this candy. Oh, um, <laughs> but you know, he was, and and probably his self esteem was, you know, and and so he overcompensated by being just angry. And you know, and now I look back and think, you know, I, I feel sorry for him and I feel bad for him. But you know, we also remember the bosses that were the opposite of that. You know, the the caring, the empathy, and and I hate to say it, most of those were women. Yes. Yes, because women um, have been given permission more so than men to feel feelings, mm-hmm. even though there's a, there's a persona of, you know, toughen up and all the rest of it. Right. There's, there's a percentage of women that have been actually 
they're naturally nurturing. They can't help it. Um, even if they're, they're not inclined to have children, mm-hmm. we have a nurturing nature and, mm-hmm. and we nurture businesses, which is why we get so connected with our, mm-hmm. our own business because we're nurturing it. We have right. that, that natural ability. And um, the, when the, the, the women of the leadership that we have around us um, take the time to really understand the, the people that are around them and have that empathetic connection, the, they, their team goes a whole, whole way longer. Mm-hmm. It's like they can grow exponentially. And the, for the people, you're right, the, the gentleman who was your boss way back then, he was obviously in some pain mm-hmm. of some sort and um, frustration or something that was going on for him where he could not be fully himself there was mm-hmm. something going on that was wrong and the the rage and the yelling it's just not acceptable it wasn't then but even oh, now it's yeah. a yeah. lot less acceptable that it would not be accepted mm-hmm. so people then have to contain it mm-hmm. and so they used to be able to just explode and you know right. oh, the boss is angry mm-hmm. and now we have to contain it mm-hmm. and that in itself causes even more problems right so for me Anger and rage and uh, those emotions are actually the direct precursor to passion and creativity if they're directed in the right mm-hmm. way. And that takes the conscious awareness of the emotion and what it's about, what it's trying to say, why are we angry, what's the real mm-hmm. reason and how can we use that energy to basically kick us in the butt to do something different mm-hmm. right. to make a change mm-hmm. yeah whether within ourselves or within our business or how we work mm-hmm. it's trying to tell us something mm-hmm. so that's why when people say i've got so much anger i go great excellent right. we've got so much something. energy mm-hmm. yeah yeah and you, we can just uh, the techniques that i use we just redirect it to exactly where mm-hmm. they want to make the changes in their life. And things happen really fast when you right. do that. Because mm-hmm. you're not holding all that energy mm-hmm. in or using all that effort to hold the, mm-hmm. the emotion in. You can actually use it to be very consciously directing your life. Mm-hmm. So, yes, it's very exciting when I meet an angry person. I go, yes, let's mm-hmm. do some work. This is right. so cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and, you know, I... We, you know, as I was saying, we we want to harness our emotions or hide them, um, and and anger is you know is definitely one of those emotions, and and there are times where it's very appropriate at work. Now, you know, never physical or anything like that. I mean, you know, we're we're not we're not going there, but you know, when I worked in corporate America, I remember one time we got the word from you know high up, high up that we were going to have to lay people off. And the person who was was doing that was angry. I mean, they were angry. They'd been told this wasn't going to happen. They, you know, and 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 they also knew, you know, people were going to blame them. You know, all these various yeah. things. But when we realized, oh my gosh, he really is mad. It was like, oh, okay. I mean, you know, it 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 made yeah. it different when he was telling us the the news yes. if he had just been stoic and you know and oh. and i'm um, saying you know this is what's going to happen it, it would have made us angrier i mean you know and and but yes. when when we saw that it was upsetting him too and then it was you know it's you know and it made it a little bit easier to bear the news exactly and that's the empathetic connect- connection isn't it because um he was not only angry for um, the situation he was in, he was angry for um, all the people right. who he had to let go. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the thing that really is a key um, element in business is that if people can see the emotion mm-hmm. that is appropriate for the situation, mm-hmm. the people look far more human and, and approachable and natural mm-hmm. and one of us kind of right. thing, not somebody mm-hmm. who's way up here and has got it all handled, mm-hmm. like which we don't, none of us do really. Mm-hmm. Um, so to be able to see someone's emotion and knowing what it is about mm-hmm. is a key element in the, the success of a business right. and the success of actually keeping people 
the team together mm-hmm. in a business mm-hmm. and, and in life. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's the same with our, our kids. Uh, if if we're angry about something and the kids know what it's about mm-hmm. and it's appropriate, then there's nothing wrong with it. Like right. you said, it never gets out of hand mm-hmm. because that is inappropriate. Mm-hmm. But to to use an, the emotion in a way that is constructive and um, educational, mm-hmm. uh, whatever it might be, then that's that's a powerful tool to use. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people that I've I've met have believed that they have to stay this same smooth rhythm of you know acceptance of everything and. But it, 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 those are the people that really have never reached the pinnacles of success that mm-hmm. they want right. because they haven't actually used the momentum that they can get from the the passion that mm-hmm. comes after anger. Right. And everyone wants passion and purpose, mm-hmm. but they don't want to start with the anger bit, accepting mm-hmm. of anger so they can mm-hmm. get there. So it, it is uh, absolutely key. Like, How can we not... Um, connect with someone who's showing us a genuine emotion we can't help but connect with them Mm -hmm. you know and we mentioned you know not wanting to feel anger then of course the problem comes in that we start not feeling anything else you know we don't want to show that we're overly joyous you know because again that's not professional um you know and and all of these various things and and i mean i've had bosses or co-workers that you know are that even keel you know, nothing, nothing yes, upsets yes. them. And, yes. you know, and, and to me, as, as we were saying, that's not really a good thing because then you wonder, no. well, what the heck is going on? And, you know, we, we won't delve too far into this, but, you know, I think a lot of times where we hear about where there are actual tragedies in a workplace, you know, where, where something really catastrophic happens. One of the things that sometimes people say is, well, they seemed, they seemed like nothing was wrong, that nothing bothered them. And so, of course, what's happened is all of that has just built up. And then, unfortunately, it, it blows. It just explodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's what I was saying earlier in holding on to all of our emotional content. We're using so much energy. Mm-hmm. And it's like a bucket. Right. And you know how a bucket, when you fill it up with water, mm-hmm. it starts to have this concave mm-hmm. um, convex shape of the water and one drop of water causes an avalanche right. of water out of the bucket mm-hmm. and that's what it's like with our emotions, mm-hmm. isn't it? It's when when we have that just one um, event that might be a small event mm-hmm. but it just causes a complete explosion and that's when people get hurt and that's mm-hmm. when people can project things that um, sometimes are never actually able to be repaired and that's very sad and it, it's also detrimental to our business. I mean, if, if we want to have um, uh, be the people that can be trusted and uh, um, used in a way that in a um, leadership role, we need to be able to be fully conscious so mm-hmm. that these explosions do not happen in a way that that will harm others and ourselves. Right. Mm-hmm. So that means basically starting to do the work on what is our emotional content mm-hmm. and what does it look like in our daily life. How mm-hmm. can we express ourselves daily in a way that is authentic and real mm-hmm. without uh losing like people say oh but if i start crying i'm never going to stop that's what it feels like Mm -hmm. but it's actually not the case Mm -hmm. if you've got the right support if you understand Mm -hmm. what's going on where it's coming from and how to move through it Mm -hmm. then it is very much um a a very easy process Mm -hmm. and that's that's where i come in i teach people how to move from this content Mm -hmm. where it's just so intense Mm -hmm. to here easily without falling into a pile of you know, mud right. and goo <laughs> getting, yeah, mm-hmm. and, with, and not getting stuck in it and that's the whole thing people get stuck in the motions because right. they don't know how to actually mm-hmm. work with them mm-hmm. and I teach people how not to get stuck is a simple mm-hmm. way of putting it right yeah 
Well, and it, it, when we get stuck, it does tend to be the negative. You know, we get stuck in anger. We get stuck in self-pity. Um, you know, if we were stuck in happy, that's not really a bad thing unless it's not appropriate. Um, I don't know if, if you exactly. ever saw the old, and it was, you know, this was back in the, the early 70s, the Mary Tyler Moore show. And oh, yes. she, she went, they, were, they all went to the funeral of, of a, a clown, I believe it was. And she got the giggles. I mean, she just, you know, and it was one of those, <laughs> and then, I mean, pretty soon she's laughing. Well, of course, it was because it was so emotional for her. She had lost a yeah. friend, you know, and, and all of these things, but, you know, and, 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 and so it went from, you know, she, she had held in that grieving to, you know, what broke out was she got the giggles, um, you yes. know, and, and so I think a lot of times we think that, well, you know, if, if we start showing emotion, it's like you said, we're going to start crying and not stop. We'll start laughing and not stop. You know, all those various yes. things. Yeah, and we can get angry when we actually should be sad or we mm -hmm. can get sad when we should be right. angry. Mm -hmm. um, and it's quite common that men will get angry because they're sad and mm -hmm. women will get sad because they're angry. Like right. we said earlier, when you got angry, the tears start coming mm -hmm. um, and, and that's just the nature of who mm -hmm. we are. But I've seen it quite often where people will, um, be really angry about something and all of a sudden they just change into a completely different emotion mm. and you know, it's it's amazing to see and it's also shows you that all the emotions are all in a bundle together mm -hmm. like it's not just I'm just angry there's so much going on inside mm -hmm. and to be able to be expressive in appropriately mm -hmm. uh, with the, the the emotion that you choose takes emptying of the bucket pretty right. much mm -hmm. and 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 conscious working with the emotion so that when you're allowing the gate to open it's not the first emotion that's sitting there like the giggling that comes mm -hmm. out it's actually the, the one that is what you truly feel Right. And um, once you've got that handled, then it actually sets you free in many, many ways. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, it's the giggles when you're sad or angry. I, I used to do that myself mm -hmm. when I was a lot younger. There was a lot of times where there was a sad event and um, I just this burst of last, laughter would come out mm -hmm. and I'd feel so awful about right. it. Right. Uh -huh. and, and then that made it yeah, worse. And I, mm -hmm. And yeah, and then I go, oh, then I start to get sad and then I would cry and it was just like such a mess. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's, it's what we do. Right, right. You know, and, and it, it, you know, there are times where we can't show that emotion. You know, we're having to be the strong person, whatever. But then yeah. we, we can defer it. Um, you know, I was watching a television program last night where a mother had gone to be with her son who had been very seriously injured. And, and it's, yeah. a, it's a military program. So, you know, they're both, you know, all these stiff upper lip, you know, and, and all of this. And she was. She was being supportive and he was being, you know, all brave and tough. And then, you know, and, and you could see, you know, her it, it, great acting. I mean, you know, her, her lip was quivering just a bit, you know. And, yeah. but she still, yeah. she was tough. She was getting through. And then she went off in a corner where nobody saw her and cried. Um, you yeah. know, and, and, you know, and, and we've all had that happen. I mean, you know, we've, we've gone off and had our meltdowns. And as you said, sometimes it's a meltdown over something totally unrelated. And you're like, why the heck am I crying that I couldn't get the lid off my soda? Yes, exactly. Exactly. And the, the thing is with, when we have that stiff upper lip mm -hmm. and we're trying to appear to be the, the strong person, especially a lot of mothers do this for their children and things like that. And, you know, ultimately what it does is it teaches the kids to be a stiff upper lip. Right. Like if they're not mum being authentic in her emotions, mm -hmm. then they learn that subconsciously that emotions are not okay. Mm -hmm. And that starts the trend of mm -hmm. basically them hanging in there for the rest of their life trying not to, you know, lose it. Mm-hmm. So for us to be able to um, allow the emotion to come through and to share it with people without having judgment of it, without feeling shame, then that, that's teaching a whole new generation of how to be expressive 
in a powerful way, mm-hmm. not not in a victim way, not at, at victim to the emotion, but to have it as a genuine expression mm-hmm. of themselves. Right. And I think that's what most people are looking for, it's just mm-hmm. to have to be genuine, to be mm-hmm. able to be real and to be accepted as that. Mm-hmm. And that, that's that two-way street where when someone is doing that, expressing themselves like that with you, to be able to hold the space of acceptance without judgment mm-hmm. or putting a story on them and go, oh, wow, they must be having a bad day because that's, you know, mm-hmm. normally they never no, show any emotion mm-hmm. or they're, 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 the boss is having a bad day today because, you know, the tears welled up in their eyes about some particular thing that mm-hmm. had gone wrong. Well, maybe that's okay. Maybe right. that's, it's actually okay to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean we're losing it. It mm-hmm. just means we're human. Right. You know, and you mentioned something that, that I think is very important, and it's that we can't be judgmental. Um, you know, just yes. because we wouldn't react like that in this situation doesn't mean it's wrong. Um, you know, and, and exactly. it, it's funny, I've, you know, the, the people who've been uh, part of the program listening for a long time know that I have had some, some major health issues. And somebody asked me the other day, you know, you must cry a lot. And I said, no, nah, not really. Now, I mean, part of it, I mean, I have one of those sunny, bubbly natures and, you know, and I'm, I'm making the yeah. surgical crew laugh before we start, you know, and all these various things. But, you know, I, I, I have cried. I've cried several times. And, but that person went, oh, you, you didn't cry. I mean, they immediately went this. And I'm like, mm, you know, and, 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 and part of it, I, I'll say, I probably was, and you know, you know, a little Pollyanna. You know, I'm not going to admit there's something wrong, and and all of those <laughs> things. But you know, if if someone is crying, if they are angry, if they're whatever, it's their emotion, and we need to to not judge them for it. Exactly, exactly, and and how we express, like you've just said, some people would have gone into that situation and and been very very. Um, sad or scared mm-hmm. or emotional in that sense and whereas there's other people like yourself who look at it from a point of view of well it is what it is mm-hmm. and you know we will make the best of it mm-hmm. neither are wrong or right. right and I think this is a key point is judgment on how people express themselves mm-hmm. is actually a judgment also on ourselves because mm-hmm. if we're judging someone else and how they're doing it. We're not allowing ourselves to to be like that. Right. So that makes it wrong. And if mm-hmm. anything is wrong, um, then it, it puts a lock on it. Mm-hmm. We can't actually then express it. Right. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's the same. Like you said, mm-hmm. judgment of emotions is, is bad either way. When I say bad, bad mm-hmm. for us, it's not bad, bad. Mm-hmm. It's actually just really um, uncomfortable mm-hmm. for us and, and, and lacks the ability to then have that empathetic connection because mm-hmm. judgment straight away just puts up a block and right. there's no way one's going to get through that or mm-hmm. be able to, to connect in any meaningful way. Mm-hmm. And it's just with relationships, not just work relationships, personal relationships, if we're in that um, mode, then our relationships will definitely start to um, have stress happening because mm-hmm. relationships are about being open and sharing and connecting. And if we're not uh, prepared to accept others and ourselves in that way, it makes it very, very difficult to have that really deep, meaningful mm-hmm. relationship that we're looking for. Right. You know, and, and judgment is, of course, an emotion. And, you know, and... And so, again, we, we need to, we need to not, we need to recognize, okay, we might feel it, but then, okay, what are we going to do about it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because, you know, there's, there's judgments put into one barrel and there's actually two sorts of judgment. There's Mm -hmm. normal judgment, which is good for us. We make judgment calls every Mm -hmm. day, all day. Mm -hmm. You know, is is it safe to go down that alley? Mm -hmm. Is it, should I eat that today? Mm -hmm. Um, Is that, is it safe to be around that person? They're all normal judgments Mm -hmm. that we make, which we have to make. It's the judgment that has like a, um, a stigma to it. Mm -hmm. When we make it 
wrong, make the person right. wrong. Mm -hmm. That's the judgment that is detrimental. Mm -hmm. And yes, we do do it. Mm -hmm. But like you said, recognizing that we're doing it and allowing ourselves to actually learn from that mm -hmm. about us, about ourselves. Because a lot of this is, is not, a, we can't change anyone else. We can only change someone else by mm -hmm. changing ourselves and our own uh, behaviours and beliefs in ourselves mm -hmm. and how, how we are in our expressive nature. That changes the people around us. Because you know mm -hmm. what it's like? You have a leader who's really open and um, interested in what's going on for people in, in the team and that sort of thing. They are far more connected than someone that walks in and goes, right, today we're doing this, this, this and this mm -hmm. and we have to have these outcomes and get to it kind right. of thing. People just sort of, you know, run right. and do what mm -hmm. they've got to do rather than actually care about the mm -hmm. leader who also is just another human being mm -hmm. and um, maybe they, they would like to actually, you know, say, well, today was my, my wife's birthday and, you know, so I'm leaving early and, mm -hmm. you know, it just it's that holistic sharing of ourselves mm -hmm. and feeling um, confident and safe in doing that. That's not going to be rejected or judged mm -hmm. or, um, you know, whatever it might be in, in certain circumstances. So, yeah, there's things that judgment is, is good, keeps us mm -hmm. safe, and other judgment keeps us separate. Right. Well, and, you know, it's, it's interesting because one of the things that personally I have found is, is you know, that uh, sometimes when I get a little judgy, <clears throat> it, it's, it's a sensitive subject for me. You know, uh, maybe yeah. it's how yeah. someone dresses or how they speak or, you know, oh, oh, when I'm on Facebook and somebody uses bad grammar, you know, or typos <laughs> like that, because that's, that's one of those just things for me. Um, but I yeah. love it. I was looking on your website and one of the things that you have is um, you've got these, these great articles and you've got ways to be more confident. And to me, this, this is, yeah. it's all tied together. Sometimes I get real judgy about somebody because it's an area where I'm not confident. Um, you know, maybe yes. it, let's, let's, you know, like dressing, you know, so I see, you know, say a young woman, she's dressed in a way that I go, ew, you know, and I disapprove of, right. You know, for whatever reason. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then, you know, the little smart part of my brain kicks in and says, oh my gosh, isn't it cool that she's so self-confident that she dresses like that? And, and it's like, okay, she's also 20 years younger, 50 pounds slimmer, you know, all these various things. So even though know, I'm, I'm not going to dress that way no matter what, but you know, it's, it, it, so let's, let's talk about confidence because to me that, that really is one of the things that ties in is how can we work on being more confident ourselves? Yes. Oh, well, confidence, I think um, one of the keys for me uh, that I see for people who want to be more confident is very much about knowing themselves. Okay. So knowing what's okay for them. And that, that that's basically, I remember because I, when I was up until around about 35, I was, had no confidence, real confidence whatsoever. I mm -hmm. would pretend I did. Mm -hmm. and. Um, Oh yeah, we but get that inside, stiff upper was, lip, right? Yeah, yeah. Was, I'm okay, mm -hmm. um, but inside I was shaking like a leaf, mm -hmm. and I had, and I felt like I had no idea what I was doing. Mm -hmm. Now, the way that I changed that was to start to accept myself for who I was, mm -hmm. and to do the things that I wanted to do until I grew confident with them. So mm -hmm. it's like. A lot of people wait to feel confident before they do something and quite often the confidence comes with the acknowledgement that you've achieved something right. or that you've got through something hard and come out mm -hmm. the other side. Okay, I'm confident with that now. Okay, what's next? Mm -hmm. So we build and build and build and build with um, that ability and I think you get to a certain stage, especially with through um, getting confident with your emotional um, mastery, mm -hmm. that you can actually feel confident about anything that you want to do before you do it. Mm -hmm. But to start with, you've got to do the achievement side of things. It's like, okay, I want to be confident in um, doing a, a, 
public speaking, let's mm-hmm. say, which is everybody's nightmare right. usually. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, sometimes you've got to pretend until you get there. Mm-hmm. So you do all the prep work. You get, you mm-hmm. do everything that you possibly can. You practice and practice and practice. And then you go out and you stand up in front of the, the people and you look out and everything falls out of your head and you just mm-hmm. go, oh, dear. Right. <laughs> and that's, yeah. Yeah, and that's when you actually know that that's when you pick up your cue cards because they're the ones that are going to actually keep you on track. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you do that that talk mm-hmm. and it's received well. The next time you walk out there and you look out there, you might not go, oh, dear, you go, oh, yeah, that's all those people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, you're fine for the first two cue cards and then, and then you might need a bit of a tip. So you build and you build and you build. Anyone who expects themselves to be perfect at something straight away is using a high expectation. Mm -hmm. And one of the sayings that I have is expectation is a joy killer. Mm. So any expectation that you have on yourself will stop any sort of joy coming Mm -hmm. through. It's just so onto it. You're so wanting to be a certain way and you're not allowing anything to be natural. So you can't feel any joy. You can't go up and halfway through the talk and the speech that you're doing, you can't feel any sort of joy at going, wow, they're really hearing me. They're mm-hmm. laughing at what the right points and going, oh, at the right points and all the rest of it. It's just like, okay, hang in there. I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Rather than actually you know, feeling like it's okay to be joyful. So mm-hmm. expectation is one of those things. It's great to get you to do things to mm-hmm. a certain point. But to have expectation too far or and comparative expectation, mm-hmm. it, it just keeps everything really numb. And mm-hmm. um, so, you know, that's something we've got to look out for within ourselves. Right. Well, and so many times we've set our expectations so high that no matter what, we're not going to meet it. Um, you know, public yeah. speaking, you know, I'm, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be able to present in front of 10,000 people. Well, if you can't present in front of 10, <laughs> how are you going to be yeah. able to present in front of 10,000? And, you know, and, and so it's, okay, well, I'm, I'm going to be able to present in front of 10 and then 50. And then, you know, and, and yeah. so it's, it's about reasonable expectations. Exactly. Yes. And people, I don't know how many times I've been told, well, such and such, no, t- went from zero to um, 100 mm-hmm. overnight and they became well-known and all the rest of it. And I say, really? Have you actually looked into their background and see how long they've been right. working on what they're doing mm-hmm. to actually get to where they are? Mm-hmm. It wasn't zero to 100 overnight. Mm-hmm. It was actually zero to 100 over 10 years. Mm-hmm. But we didn't see the first nine and a half years mm-hmm. of what was going on. Mm-hmm. So we have to be really realistic in um, uh, putting people on a pedestal or trying to compete or compare mm-hmm. with um, other people who may be successful at what they do. We don't know how much work they've put right. in to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like be realistic, mm-hmm. you know, don't give ourselves such a hard time. That just makes life really hard. Right. When you mention comparing, I think that's a lot of times what happens in business is we get a mentor, and mentors are good. We need mentors, mm-hmm. you know, but Definitely. You know, we, we see that leader and, and we want to emulate them. And again, we're not recognizing everything that went into it, you know, and, and there's a variety mm-hmm. of things, you know, obviously experience, education, all these things. But a good portion of it, we probably never know. I mean, you, you know, you, you see the people exactly. who are great leaders because, you know, they, they had to be the head of their family when they were 16 years old, you know, or, or whatever. I mean, you know, we don't see all of those other things. So, again, it comes back to expectations. You know, we, we don't mm-hmm. know what's happened to them. And, you know, and, and so when we try to emulate them, we can't. And, you know, and then we come crashing down. Exactly. And, and it, as we said, the expectation is way too high. Um, it's, it's one of the things I always say is we have to learn to chop the wood and carry the water first. Mm-hmm. And it's those basic things that we have to actually take care of first. And then from there, we build on that. So it's build our foundations mm-hmm. really, really well, um, not only in business, but in life mm-hmm. and the foundation of who we are. 
and from because if you build the foundations really well you can't go backwards right because they're really solid mm -hmm. so you can only take incremental steps forward mm -hmm. or upwards or whatever direction that you want to go in um, and but to do it in a way that keeps adding to the foundation mm -hmm. in a really solid way and that means no false expectation mm -hmm. no putting people up on pedestals no over um, arrogance, ego arrogance, let's call it, um, being really real. And they're the people who who win long term because mm -hmm. a lot of times people will, will really rise to the top really quickly and then you see them fall. And it's so sad because they haven't done the, the foundation right. building mm -hmm. of what they need to do to maintain themselves, their business, their life, their relationships mm -hmm. and um then no, disaster happens when some really big event happens. They've got nothing to hold them stable mm -hmm. while the earth shakes, so to speak, mm -hmm. and everything tumbles down. Right. So I always say chop the wood and carry the water first mm -hmm. and keep doing that all the way through and you can't fall down then. It, mm -hmm. it always stays stable. Yeah. Right. Well, now, Liana, one of the things I was thinking about was, you know, we're, we're told these emotions are bad, you know, or too much of them or, or whatever. And you, how do you work with people when they come to you and say, I, I cry too much. I get too emotional. I get too angry. Um, you know, because as you were saying, we still want to have those emotions. But, you know, what do you, how do you work with people? Okay. So um, when people come to me and they're, they're in a state of um, overwhelm from uh, some emotion or whatever is going on for them, let's say, uh, for example, if someone comes to me and they're just really sad, they've been a happy person most mm -hmm. of their life and all of a sudden you know, something's happened in life and they've just had this event and what it's done is open up this whole mm -hmm. bucket of, of sadness. Mm -hmm. So what I do is I, I can actually see what's underneath it. That's part okay. of my intuitive ability. So mm -hmm. I can actually feel other people's emotions. Mm -hmm. And so I can actually know what's really going on on the inside. Mm -hmm. So that allows me to ask them the right questions to dig deeper underneath the, the surface emotion, find out what's really going on right down deep in their heart. And... Um, Get them at the understanding of where it's come from. So we need to have the mental and emotional understanding so that we can actually honour that and learn from it because quite often we'll have a mental loop that goes with the emotion mm -hmm. and that mental loop will be the one that um, it's like I'm not good enough or right. um, can't no, do I can't that. do this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And that causes us quite often to go into inertia and we can't mm -hmm. take any productive action. So if we know that cycle, then we can actually consciously change it. Mm. We, can we can see when we're actually doing the cycle, mm -hmm. okay, I'm in that cycle again. All right, so it's telling me I need to take action. What's the first small thing that I can do to um, step out of this cycle? Mm -hmm. And it could be something like, going for a walk outside mm. or writing that email that you've been avoiding mm -hmm. or whatever it is, one small action that's achievable mm -hmm. and it's like the confidence thing. It builds and builds and builds. Mm -hmm. And that's basically how I work with people. It's about teaching them what the wisdom is that is in the emotion because mm -hmm. all emotions have some sort of um, uh, story or uh, wisdom that is trying to get us to be more authentic in who we are, mm -hmm. trying to be freer. Mm -hmm. And if we're freer in our emotional content, we are freer in life. Right. Like it, things flow better. Our body actually works better when we allow our emotions to flow more more mm -hmm. readily. We get better. Our our illnesses are not quite so intense, and mm -hmm. the the stress in our muscles uh, relaxes mm -hmm. and we don't get the headaches and, and things right. like that that we would normally have. Mm -hmm. So the way that this all works is uh, about conscious awareness. So I, I offer people the awareness 
Mm-hmm. I offer them the um, self-responsibility of how to deal with it. Mm-hmm. So I give them the tools that they can use for the rest of their life to go through every time some, something happens and mm-hmm. they get an emotion because we don't want to get rid of emotions. They're right. there for a reason. Mm-hmm. But we need to know how to work with them. So they need mm-hmm. tools to actually do that. And that's mm-hmm. what I teach people is how to use these particular tools that I've got to actually then keep moving forward, moving mm-hmm. forward, moving forward and learning about themselves, learning about life, learning about emotions and becoming that empathic leader that they mm-hmm. really want to be and it's who they want to be. So right. they're not trapped in that box. You know, mm-hmm. we have a box that we sort of sit in. We drop the sides of the box and we expand out mm-hmm. and, and explore a little bit into the unknown. Right. Well, you know, one of the things that, that we've been talking about, obviously, is that men have different leadership styles than women. Um, so let's let's explore that a little bit more, you know, because they they both have good, but you know what? You know, let, let's just talk about that a little bit more. Sure. So one of the main characteristics um, difference between men and women is the way our brains work, and okay. I'm sure people have probably seen. There's a YouTube video about how the brain works. And women's brains um, run across our hemispheres. And mm-hmm. when it does that, it goes through the emotional centre. And the emotional centre is where we store our memories and our stories mm-hmm. around the memories. So every thought that we have will have some sort of emotional content um, attached to it and a story. So we go from A to Z by doing A, B, C, D and telling mm-hmm. the whole story along the way. Men have their brain works in a way where it's more um, lateral, so it's backwards and forwards. Mm -hmm. It doesn't cross over the hemisphere as much unless they want it to. Mm -hmm. And they go from A to Z without the inner inner content bit. Mm -hmm. They don't actually have to go through their emotional centre. So they're far more logical. And that's the difference in um, leadership. And the women have been expected to lead in a way that is logical like a man's brain works Mm -hmm. because that was the... Um, most of the leaders were men, so right. it was that's that was the examples that we had. So mm-hmm. that must mean that's how it works. But in actual fact, women do it completely opposite, but can still have that really strong leadership mm-hmm. faculty, just in a slightly different way. Mm-hmm. And they both are absolutely valid. Mm-hmm. It's just about allowing each um, style to be accepted mm-hmm. and to be valued in different ways. So that sometimes women can choose to use the logical man brain Mm -hmm. and sometimes a man can use the creative, uh, more uh, emotionally contented Mm -hmm. brain and that's it. It's a conscious choice. And really that's what all of this is about is actually making it all a conscious choice Mm -hmm. because it's all valid. It's all of value and men are just far more, okay, get in there and do the action, mm-hmm. get things sorted. And women see the big picture and, and want to get all the details sorted and what about this, this, this and this. And um, so they, their tra- trajectory may not be like straight to the point, mm-hmm. but they still get there but in a way that is um, a slightly different style. Right. And, you know, nothing wrong with either, mm-hmm. just different. Right. You know, and, and, you know, it comes back to that judgment thing. I mean, you know, how many times have we said, oh, well, a woman can't be a good leader because, um, you know, a woman can't be a president because, um, you know, and, and, or, you know, let's, let's take it on another extreme. Women tend to, to be, when they're leaders, they tend to lead more um, organizations that are, say, nonprofit, so philanthropic, the, the feeling type of, of organizations, whereas the men are the, the, the leaders of big industry and, and all of those things. You know, it's, mm. it's, what I love is that it is finally crossing over. You know, we're seeing more female leadership. But you know, how do we get more leaders? What do, what do we need to do to start helping that along? Well, I think it's, it's, it's like the programs that I offer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got a 12-week breakthrough program, which is an intensive program where people learn to uh, use their emotional faculties in a way that mm-hmm. is um, a driver mm-hmm. and um, brings out the passion and makes the businesses far more successful mm-hmm. and far more um, productive. And that's really 
the key thing in in stepping up in leadership is to be able to work from all of our faculties mm-hmm. because if you're not doing that then you're only half the person right and to get more female leaders we need to actually validate that what they have innately mm-hmm. is of value mm-hmm. and to allow the strength of them to come through more naturally because when women are trying to be leaders in the man style they don't appear powerful right or they, we get they, called that b word yes exactly <laughs> it's too hard and mm-hmm. you know that's it's really not not healthy for anybody mm-hmm. so learn teaching women to be leaders in their own natural style mm-hmm. is going to bring bring them far more into the leadership roles mm-hmm. than trying to teach them to be a leader from a um, the male perspective which mm-hmm. just does not work for them right. not consistently not every day mm-hmm. so you know allowing women to actually find their own power and to to do that means to be able to be fully authentic mm-hmm. value who they are as a female and as as an emotional being without being a victim to any of the emotions. It's mm-hmm. about using emotions for power and um, stepping up in life with passion and creativity. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, you know, you mentioned you've got seminars and, and trainings, and clearly you work remotely or with people, you know, who, you know, and, and we were talking before the program that you do an awful lot of your work via Zoom and, and things like that. But how do people do. find you and connect with you to, you know, to find out more? Well, they can find me on my Facebook which, uh, and also on my website. So let's start with my website. So my website is um, www.lianaallison, which is L-I-A-N-A-A-L-L-I-S-O-N.com.au. Um, they can also email me at contact at lianaallison.com.au or search for me on Facebook. Mm-hmm. It's pretty easy. Liana Allison on Facebook. Um, my business is the Institute of Empathic Leadership. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a Facebook page with that. And yeah, just make contact. I would love for people to reach out and, and ask me questions and just um, see if, if I can help them in any way. It'd be fantastic. Great. Well, and, and I mentioned that, you know, you've got lots of great resources on your website and, and um, you know, and, and, you know, people are always now, you know, you should write a book. So if you write a book, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely talk with you again, but I, you know, love to have you on as a guest again, because I think this is something that's very important. And, you know, it, we need to, to recognize, as we've been saying, that, you know, emotions are not bad, you know, and, and we need to feel them. It's exactly. okay to feel them. Yeah. Um, you know, you, the, the word appropriate is you know, one of those things that, you know, you know, there's, there's, you know, you feel them at appropriate times and appropriate ways and, yeah. and still recognize that, okay, somebody, some, something's going to happen and we were going to roll our eyes at them. But, um, yeah, you know, it's, it is something. We're all human. Right. Yeah. And, you know, and, and we, but we need to explore this and as, you know, as it, and as women, we really need to be helping other women, especially young girls. I mean, you know, when, when I see young girls who are leaders or are learning to be leaders, I'm just in awe. You know, they are absolutely phenomenal. You know, all these people who fuss and carry on about millennials, you know, and they yeah. and oh, some of the, the best women leaders that I have met are millennials. And, and maybe it's yeah. because they have been raised differently and, and all those various things. But, you know, it, it is something that we need to, again, not be judgy. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, there's, um, the, the younger generation has got a lot to offer. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it, if we stop learning from everybody around us, including the younger generation, mm-hmm. then we're in big trouble right. because, you know, they see things differently mm-hmm. and they will actually show us a way of being that will be different to what we would have even thought of. So mm-hmm. everybody has something to teach us, and I think we just need to, to be open to that. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Well, folks, be sure to check out Liana's website, which is, again, lianaallison.com.au, because she is in Australia, so don't don't forget the .au. Um, you'll find her on Facebook, all those various things. So, Liana, what piece of information or tip would you like to leave our listeners and our viewers with? I think the biggest thing is to, um, if, if everyone can just sit 
and be with themselves for five minutes of the day mm. and ask the simple question of how am I feeling right now? Mm. And if they do that, it's that journey inwards where they mm. start to actually really get to know themselves on an emotional level so that that's not just covered up. It's about mm -hmm. bringing it to the surface so that they can really um, start that journey of self-discovery. Mm -hmm. And so simply, how am I feeling right now? Mm -hmm. I love it. Well, I have been having a wonderful time talking with Liana Ellison. Can't wait to do it again. I'm Deb Creer, and until next time, everyone have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Business Power Hour. Hosted by Deb Creer. Join us next time for more real life stories and techniques to power up your business. You've been listening to C Suite Radio. For more top business podcasts, visit c suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c suiteradio.com.